Blog Talk Radio. everyone, this is Billy B.J. Jones. And this is Nadine Tetch. And we are the Fright Guys Fright right guys. here. You got it, brother. It <laughs> is September 4th, Brother Nadine, and September 4th, 2020. And we are now upon fall seasons right upon us. It's Labor Day weekend. And how? Um, it, It's been a week. I'm not going to lie to you. It's been a week. Uh, but I'm doing all right, and we are surviving. Um, I have a few people that I want to give some shout-outs to because they've been showing a lot of love to Fright Talk, guys. And first of all, all the people on Instagram, all the messages, all the love, we really appreciate that. Special shout-out to Karina Mariaca, who is always uh, promoting us. Jaime Fierro and his wife, Kelly Fierro, and Eric Long, who is a friend of ours and is always listening in. And... I said this to Billy before the show. I want to give a special shout out this week to teachers. Because if there's anybody who deserves a shout out this week, it is teachers and educators. Um, You guys have been in the forefront this week. I know that there's been a ton of technology issues all around the country, but Dade County specifically. So this week, I would like to uh, dedicate this week to witches. But just know that teachers, um, you guys have had to deal with a lot this week, uh, bad platforms, bad technology that has, that's none of your fault, and the students as well. So to all the teachers out there, giving you a ton of love and giving you, you know, a ton of support because, you know, me and myself are both educators, so we understand the struggle, and for sure, the struggle is real. So we're going to go ahead and kick off the show, we're talking about witches. That is the topic today. And there is so many things we could talk about when it comes to witches, from folklore to uh, modern religion today that has to do, obviously, Wicca. We're going to talk about all of those things. And I have to be honest with you guys, we have been flooded, flooded with questions so we are gonna we're gonna do our best to get to all of them. I promise we're gonna try to get to all of them. But there is literally a ton of questions going to go through and a ton of questions coming in. Also, we still have some Ghostbusters tote bags that we have. I think two more that we're gonna try to uh, give out today uh, at the end of the show. We're gonna pick a lucky winner, and you're gonna get your Ghostbusters tote bag. So stay tuned all the way to the end because we'll announce the winners at the very end. Yeah. Can you hear me? I can hear you. <laughs> My goodness. Let me tell you something. I had, you know, when you're doing a live show, folks, you get some very interesting moments, but we're back in live. And I just wanted to add Nadim is, that, you know, Nadim, you know, this particular show in particular, what an interesting topic that we have going on here. It's, it's, it's almost Halloween season. One of the yeah. most iconic feature, uh, fictional pict- uh, characters and also real life characters because there are folks who are like this. Witches, yeah. right? And you know, as when we thought of this topic a, a couple of weeks back, I remember distinctly saying all the things that we could possibly do. This is going to just be so so awesome to talk about because there's so there's such history behind witches, and there's also real life um, practical understandings of it. And so, looking forward to hearing your comments, everyone. You know, call us at any time if you wish at three four seven five three nine five three seven two. Again, that is 347-539-5372. And you can inbox us, please, either on our social media feeds at MTABG on Instagram. And you can also do the same. I got the email open at the, at the moment for everyday folks at, everyday folks listen at gmail.com. 
That's everydayfolkslisten at gmail.com. And we already have a few questions coming in, but I want to share, just give some historical perspective, Nadim, on, so on the idea of witches. So I, I did yes. some research here. Okay. And, and you know the interesting thing is that there are there's so many websites that say that there are ten famous witches of all time. There are nine famous witches of all time. And the one thing I see, regardless of what site you look on, there is one common thread among all of these individuals. They're all women. They're all women. Yeah. The, the most historic um, 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 examples of them, right? And each of their pictures or their renderings, people just remind us again and again, significantly, if you're different in society, especially in different times, people will label you as such things. And even today, we get that now, but I think even more so in other times, we've seen that going through and through. Yeah. Yeah, and, you mm-hmm. know, that's, a, that's an excellent point. There is a negative connotation that goes with witches and the history of witches. Many people don't realize, because a lot of people have that question, where did witches even come from? I mean, I yes, we know mm-hmm. throughout Halloween and stuff, it's very commercialized, like a lot of things. However, um, you can go back, and you know that history is kind of my thing, you can go back to the Christian Bible and actually see a mention, and I'm not, uh, you know, promoting any Bible over the other, because I, right. I don't read any of right. them, however, um, you can go back to the Christian Bible, and it specifically mentions that, uh, I believe it's King Saul, goes to see mm-hmm. the witch of Endor uh, to summon the dead, as a matter of fact. So that's as far back as it goes. And then, obviously, through time, it has uh, prog- progressed. We know in the medieval times it was uh, a big thing. A lot of people accused of witchcraft. But you're right. There is a there is very much this idea that if you're not following the status quo, if you're not doing what everybody else is doing, you are a witch. You are doing something suspect. I mean, right, people right. still deal with that to this day. That's right. You know, I read a, I read an article in Time Magazine dated 2019, and here's an excerpt from it. It says, the witch is the ultimate feminist icon because she is fully rounded symbol is a fully rounded symbol of female oppression and liberation. She shows us how to tap into our, our own might and magic, despite the many who try to strip us, strip us of our power. And so the us is used there, which indicates that the author of that article also identifies as a witch as well. And I, you know, there's so many stories and, and movies that have captured witches. If we look at fairy tales, witches don't win, number one. Right. You know, right. let's, let's talk about that for a second. You got um, Hansel and Gretel. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. children being attacked by this, the, the evil woman who wants to eat them, right? Right. Or we can, we can go on to the poor evil queens, the evil witches. Um, let's say, and let's, um, let me give you one. There's one, one that's coming to mind, the one that has Oz. Is another example. Oh, the, the, witch witch. Yeah, the, yeah. the wicked witch, the wicked witch, right? And then there's always the, the good witch. You know, the, you know, in later years of, 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 of literature, there was the good witch that came along, and she seemed to be so frail and sweet and pretty. Right. And then the wicked witch that always seemed to be so overbearing and mean. And then the witches have manifested in other forms, such as you know, Corella Deville. You look at Disney has right. done this with several characters. Ursula is another example of the witch-like character because of the fact that she's so um, strong, capable of controlling elements and all these things as well. Yeah. Yeah, and that's an excellent point. And, you know, to be honest yeah. with you, unfortunately, um, witches get a bad rap. Um, throughout history, if you look at it, most of the times when witches are involved in certain stories, historical stories, it is because that's they are right. being sought after. People went to them for help, they weren't, you know, randomly just doing evil. So I'm, I'm kind of, uh, you know, I'm here uh, in recognition that witches have a bad rap and have gotten a bad rap. And and to this day, you know, as you know, Wicca is a, um, it is a religion. It is an official religion in the United mm-hmm. States and in Canada. And mm-hmm. people who identify as witches uh, and uh, are Wiccan, they are not out there doing evil. They're, they don't want to harm anybody. They strive for uh, 
peace, tolerance, balance of life, a very in tune to uh, nature, right, and the elements. So I do have to say that I feel that witches, modern-day witches and witches in folklore have gotten a bad rap. But I think, Billy, you're absolutely right. In movies, how they're portrayed, if you think about well, listen, one of my favorite movies when it comes to witches is Hocus Pocus. And they don't win in the end, and they were the most likable witches there are. <laughs> hey, you know, it's interesting. Uh, it is that those three witches, and that's the other thing, the numerical significance of witches, just the power around the number three, for instance. Hocus Pocus, there were three witches, right? I think there were yeah, three, yeah. the three main characters. And so, you know, the number three being very symbolic for witches, you add a one in front of it, doesn't help it any better. Hope anyone doesn't have triscodecophobia, right? But the interesting <laughs> thing about it is that these, these, these witches are all women. You know, what about the men? I mean, are there male witches? Because I remember as a child, maybe, Nadine, you remember this very well. There was a movie that came out in the, in the, in, in the, maybe the late 80s, perhaps that barely knocking in the early 90s, called The Warlock. Correct. It was a male witch, and he was trying to like take on. There was another guy who had some other abilities who was whose mission was to stop the witch from damaging and bringing the evil onto mankind. And so, and Julian Sands, shout out to him, the actor who played that role. And so, I remember that that movie very well, and I'm like, oh wow, maybe I could be a warlock because a witch has such a female identity. But wait a minute, true witches still use the term witch regardless of gender from what I've gathered in my own research. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's, it's funny because even when there are warlocks portrayed, I yeah. feel like they, there's almost this, there's almost this like aura that they want to make that warlock to be somehow more powerful than witches in how they're portrayed mm-hmm. in shows and movies, which I don't believe in just because of, you know, it's the male gender. And so, you know, I I definitely do agree that um, you don't hear about warlocks as much. You hear more right. about witches. But I think uh, the reason for that is because throughout history, uh, witches have been maybe more prominent than warlocks have. Right? Or unless, have. You, know, you know, back in the day in medieval times, mm-hmm. warlocks were more uh, attuned to alchemy. And witches were witches. You know, and so right. I do think that those things... Uh, matter and obviously you know people practice that are wicked and they practice witchcraft which um they get their spells and their incantations from the book of shadows typically but that is not a it's not a negative thing it is them practicing their belief and so i do believe through time um and folklore because you know you got to blame folklore a little bit yeah which yeah. has gotten a bad rap and through the years folks you know especially now if we look at the, the, the physical iconic elements that represent a witch, what are they, Dean? She wears, she rides a broom. She rides, rides a broom. A ward on the nose. A, a pointer on the nose. Ugly. Unattractive. Ugly. You know, capable of levitating, flying. Yeah. Green right? skin. Green, Green or skin, skin. I don't know. I've seen some good-looking um, witches in my day. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I never seen no witch what look else? like that in person. I'll tell you that. So, so would Elvira be considered a witch? Listen, I don't know what she's considered, but she could call me any day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Elvira is kind of encompasses. She does have like a a witchiness to her, but I don't know. I don't know. I think it would actually be a plus if she was considered a witch because I think it would kind of help that negative stereotype of witches are ugly, which, you know, nothing can be further from the truth, which is just, it's how they've been portrayed through books and through movies. You know, and there's, there's something here, before we hit our questions, Adina, there was one other piece of that article that I read in that, that just fascinated me, um, that the author, who is a witch, wrote, and she said, I do know this for sure. Show me your witches, and I'll show you your feelings about women. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's wow. Yeah. The fact that the resurgence of feminism and the popularity of the witch are ascending at the same time is no coincidence. The two are reflections of each other. Interesting. Wow. 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 And, and you know, and I think about some of the, you know, Madame de, de Laurier in New Orleans, you know, she was a, a witch, you know, she, you know, mm-hmm. even if you're into voodoo and other idea identities, you know, it's considered anything to beyond the supernatural that the humans control of element of nature. There it is. 
And so um, not all witches are bad. Like you said earlier, the Wiccan culture is the, the, the practice. It is, you know, it's good energy. It's working within good nature. But just like there's good, there's bad, right? There's always the um, antithesis of that. You know what I mean? We have a lot of folks. There are a couple of questions that are coming in now, and I know you got a few earlier as well. Yeah, let's see if we can start knocking out some of these awesome questions because some of these are just really good about this topic. Okay. So would you like me to start or you can start? I have a ton of questions on my side. I know you have a ton on your side. Go for it. You go for it. All right. So – uh, Willie asks, and I'm not sure where Willie is from because it doesn't say his location. Why is the witch one of the most recognized figures in our world? So why do you think that is? Why do you think, Billy, that witches specifically are so easily recognizable? Especially, uh, well, I'm I'm assuming he means uh, physical characteristics mm-hmm. uh, and mm-hmm. typical. I don't think if somebody is uh, practicing Wiccan, you're not going to be able to tell that from a person just by looking at them. But I guess he means um, in general or stereotypical. So why are they so identifiable in your opinion? Uh, you know what I think it is? Because unlike any other in- entity or monster, e- fictional, even if it were real, if Dracula, well, Vladimir was alive, you know, he's the closest version, right? But if right. Dracula were a true living character, he couldn't possibly live and dwell among us unless he's a daywalker like Blade. Like Blade. Um, yeah. Frankenstein, he's created by man. Okay, werewolves, you might get something there because they, they can shift and be us during, you know, at certain seasons. But most of their lives in a certain seasons be something else. Mm-hmm. A witch is different because, A, this is one of those supernatural beings that is fully human but fully connected to something greater. So they can live and dwell among us without being, um, if they play the card right, masking themselves and that in itself, but yet having the ability to do the things that humans cannot. We're told we only use a certain percentage of our brain. What is it, 20%? And yeah. so as a result, if we could do more than 20%, what could we do? Could we be able to move that table? Could we be able to levitate and fly? You know, like we don't know. And so as a result, and then we also are, 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 are basing this on science. A witch has the command not only of science, but also of pure nature and, 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 and religiosity or belief as well. Very yeah. human nature. That And then – it doesn't help that majority of witches are women. And because of that, people see a woman who is unique. If you change the W and put another letter there, you'll get something else that, mis- that misrepresents a woman. So the, right. the, the witch, is, it further reinforces. It's something that can be identified in our modern time and, and among us as a human living species because there really are witches who are alive. All right, that's an excellent point. Yeah, and I agree with you. I think that, you know, Stereotypically, if you see a movie or yeah. see somebody dressed, you could say, oh, "Okay, that person's a witch." But there is no mm-hmm. identifier for somebody who's a, a modern day witch, you know. Um, so yeah, I mean, so I, I guess I, as far as his question, I mean, you answered it perfectly. I mean, that's that's what it is. Um, Thank you, Willie. You... <laughs> all right, you have a few <laughs> questions on your side too. So you want to get to some of yours because we're both kind of being flooded by questions on both sides, which is a yeah, fantastic we are. We're, we're going to try to get to all of them. Yeah, we'll do our best, and, you know, we'll, we'll just take them as we go. And just a reminder, it is Fright Talk Guys on Friday Night Live here at APL with me, BJ and Nadine. If you want to talk to us, 347-539-5372. And if you want to email us or message us on our social media, you're doing that right now. We appreciate you. Everyday folks listen at gmail.com or in tabs on Instagram. The next question to Deem is any cool books to read about witches? Any novels? Um, I've so heard that's myth- a good question. Yeah, I've heard The Mists of Avalon is pretty good, um, though I haven't yeah. read it myself, but I have heard that that's a really good book. Um, there are some books that are movie adaptations. Right. Mm-hmm. So I believe the movie The Witch was based off of a book, if I'm not um, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. So that would be excellent to read if you don't want to see the movie. Uh, but, yeah, definitely. I think that those two are. so. And then also, again, remember that a lot of times when a movie comes out, the book has been written way before. So right. um, Practical Magic was a good book. I don't know if it was a book first or a movie first, but that's an excellent mm-hmm. book about witches and it's more modern. Um 
So, yeah, I, I would definitely say those three, The Mist of Babylon, The Witch, and Practical Magic. If you haven't seen the movie, read the book. The book has to be excellent. And, of course, you know, I don't want this moment to pass without saying, if you're a Harry Potter fan, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah Harry Potter, Sorcerer. because he is, a, uh, yeah, it's Sorcerer, but, you know, Warlock, Sorcerer, eh, you know, the... Yeah, I see the difference between yeah, those two, or is there it is. more of a wizard? But what I will tell you for sure is that in those books, there's definitely witches. There, that's true. Yep, I'll add one more. Watching the witch, it's a very interesting book that I encourage everyone to look at. Um, it's and there's another one that was out there. Um, gosh, it's something about the daughter of a witch. And it was so such a cool novel. These are two novels that I'm recommending as well that folks can check out, especially people like to use the phrase, Nadine, it's the season of the witch. I remember Halloween, um, um, season, uh, part three of Halloween, the yeah. movie, mm-hmm. they call it season of the witch. And a lot of folks like that movie. I didn't like it. And it's funny because I was expecting to see some witch or something. I wanted to see a witch, but all right. I saw were these crazy things and that 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 mantra, that song they kept playing on the TV, five more days at Halloween, Halloween, yeah. Halloween. They kept playing it backwards, and I'm like, I don't get it. Where is Michael Myers? How does he have to do with being a witch? So they use that in the subtitle for Halloween 3. So yeah, weird. and also the witching hour. Yeah, ah. It's the witching hour, you know. That's the, I mean, obviously that has been used quite a bit as well. Now, I have a very interesting question here, Billy. And I'm kind of, to be honest with you, I'm not sure how to answer it, but I think maybe together we can we can come up with a, an answer that may satisfy this person. So this question is from Brittany, and she's writing in and she's asking, why do witches matter? What are they exactly? Brittany was very smart not to say her location or her last name. <laughs> she didn't want no witches out there hearing her. <laughs> witches matter to me. But... Um, so that's a very good question. She's asking why, I guess, why at all? Why are we having this podcast at all about witches or what are they exactly? I don't know if she means by definition or in mm-hmm. general. So I don't know. Can we come up with an answer for Brittany? So, Brittany, you know, we'll first start by saying we're, we are not witches, but we support all life. And right. I will say you know, as far as why do they matter, if you're looking at it, we're at this show in itself where we, we discuss different icons, topics related to horror suspense, anything, well, even more so, related to fright. And so people always see witches as this frightful entity. And so as a result, why not bring it here on the show? But I think, with, I think your question, your second part, why are, what are they exactly? I, and I'll repeat something I said earlier. Witches are humans. They're people. They're people who have special ability and connections yep. with nature, with, yep. with, with identity, with self. And, and I'll also say this. The historic notion of witches, or at least how they've been perceived, is no different than Dracula. And that is being, an out, being ostracized from society, living away and living out. It's easy for you to make a story up about me when you don't know me, right? And so if I'm, and if I'm a woman who lived in the colonial period or even preceding that, um, you know, where I, or Victorian period, where I did not, I was unmarried I, without child, and I chose to live my life in more seclusion, I could be victimized for my life choices, and I wasn't bothering anyone. And so what are these, you know, witches are, are humans with supernatural connections, or con- I shouldn't say supernatural, with natural, or it has to be supernatural because it's nature at its superlative. So I would say that exactly these are individuals. If we're looking at it from, from a human standpoint, that's who they are. We're looking at fictional, they're, they're beasts or entities that are sometimes um, essential, if not misrepresented, depending on the storyline. That's excellent, Billy. Yeah, I, I think that's right. I, I agree that they've been misrepresented. I agree that we're mm-hmm. people. You know, absolutely. And, you know, I'm going to I'm going to sidestep here from the questions for a moment Mm -hmm. because I don't want uh, too much time to pass without us mentioning the Salem witch trials. And so in the Salem witch trials, a lot of those people that were executed were innocent people. Uh, Yes. You know, they took the word. If if you're not familiar with the story, 
um, essentially it goes that a nine-year-old girl and an 11-year-old girl uh, in a village were started acting weird. They said screaming and contorting and speaking in tongues, as legend says. They were exhibiting symptoms of hysteria. Uh, the local doctor comes and, and basically says uh, they've been hexed, that, that they are victims of witchcraft. And at the time, the little girls would say, well, I had a dream about so-and-so and this person, and, and then whoever they had a dream about, that person would yeah. be accused of witchcraft. And they had a, um, there was a woman who was enslaved, and she mm-hmm. was their caretaker, and her name was Tatuba. And they eventually accused her, and she admitted to telling them stories from uh, where she was from, from the islands, and stuff like that. And they accused her of witchcraft. And I find it funny that if you actually look into the story of the, the poor individuals that were uh, hung in the Salem gallows during the Salem witch trials, Mm-hmm. Tatuba did not die. Tatuba did not die there anyway. She wasn't hung. She was in prison. She was released. There's no really official mm-hmm. notice of when she was released or to who. And she disappears from the history books completely. While other people wow. were, you know, uh, hung for this. And essentially, 150 people in a village were accused and 18 were put to death being accused of witchcraft. And from one day to another, these girls that were exhibiting symptoms just stopped. And then the accusation stopped. So if you look at it, it's just a, a wild story, right? And the person that they accused to be the witch, who she admitted to telling some stories and talking about magic, um, she disappeared completely. Hmm. So whether she actually was a witch and did what she had to do, but either way, I think the Salem... Uh, witch trials is a perfect example of what you were talking about, Billy, people being misrepresented, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And you're doing something outside of the norm and people thinking just because, you know, um, I mean, in that time, it didn't have to be anything that mm-hmm. major. Yeah, if you were humming to yourself, you could be accused of witchcraft. And, and I'm, yep. not being, I'm not joking about that. I'm being quite serious that it was to that point. So, I mean, we look at it now because we've evolved somewhat, and we say to ourselves, okay, that was absolutely <laughs> ridiculous um, because somebody's humming, they're a witch? Like, you're going to accuse them of witchcraft? Like, it never made sense. So, yeah, I just agree. That, that goes to your point of people being misrepresented. Misrepresentation, you know, you know, shout out to all of the Wiccans in the world, if you're absolutely. listening to our, our podcast at this time. And no way do we want to misrepresent. We're focusing on the reality. It's hard. This is one of those characters, of all the characters we talk about, is one of those characters that dwells so much in our, in our present, not just in our fiction. And so we, we appreciate the opportunity. We've got another question coming here, Nadine. It's from Jess. What are some movies that show witches in a good light? Some movies that show witches in a good light. Ooh, that, you know what? That is very difficult. Um, but I would actually say Practical Magic does not show witches in a bad light. If you mm-hmm. watch it to the end, it does not show witches in a bad light. And also TV show, not the Netflix show of Sabrina, even though that show is amazing. We had a, have a question about that one, too. <laughs> no, the, 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 the original show of Sabrina, which was a comedy show, actually, uh, that came yes, it in, was. in a good light. You know, so I'm not going to lie. It's few and far between because they're most often painted negatively. But, you know, I, I think that there are some instances out there. And, of course, there's a – on Netflix, there is one called The Good Witch. And yeah. the story of basically an academy of, of witches. And the witches there, most of them are painted in a good light. Unfortunately, it's more shows than it is movies, I think. That's true. That is a very good point. Because all the examples I think of are the antithesis of that, unfortunately. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about um, there was one witch that I pulled up here a few minutes ago. Hold on, let me get back to my little screen here. Molly Dyer. Uh, You may not know the name, folks, but Molly Dyer is the individual whose story mirrors exactly like the Salem Witch Trials in terms of her being ostracized. This woman was chased out of her home, her cabin in yeah. the woods by people in the middle of winter. And she was later and, and died. She died frozen in, uh, because of this. 
And then you so everyone's probably wondering what's the significance of all this. Well, the Blair Witch movie that came out in 1999 played off of Molly Dyer's storyline and the fact that, that you know she wanted to she haunted the forest. I mean, they embellished it a bit, but the story and the fact that she was never found or at least her remains were never confirmed. They played off of that into the storyline of, of Blair Witch, and, and 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 it worked very well, especially in a time when AOL was still dial-up and available, and it was mm-hmm. the first movie that actually used um, internet, the, the the internet as a means to promote itself. So everybody kept saying, "Well, what day is it coming?" They would use those days, and they would use these dark, foreboding scenes that now are very common in the visual literacy that we see today. So it was a witch or at least the story behind a witch that influenced modern technology's use and understanding of promoting movies about witches. So hats yeah. off in that regard, at least. That was a good question. We are, that was a very tough one. And, and we're half hour into the show, folks, and we appreciate your love. Live line is 347-539-5372. And our inbox, which I have a, a live question here that I want to read for us, Nadine. Our okay. inbox is open at everydayfolkslisten at gmail.com. And here's the question. It is from our favorite, Karina Mariaka. All right, Karina. I always love getting questions from Karina. It's just, just wonderful. And this one here is, is a really good one. Do you believe there are bad witches, people who use the elements to do bad? That's part one. And, and then she says, Wicca is real, but they are considered the good witches. So do you believe in bad witches? Um, well, she is right. Wicca is the good witches. She's absolutely right about mm-hmm. that. Do I believe that there's bad in everything that there is good. So if there's good, there's bad. So yes, I do believe that there may be some bad witches. I think the majority are good witches. That, that, that's the truth. Are there people out there um, doing witchcraft for their own personal gain or to harm other people? I mean, I don't know. Um, I don't know that for sure. Uh, but I would assume that there is, but I... I I would like to state that I think that most witches, especially Wiccans, are good, right? But with the understanding that there's good and bad to to everything. And and also, when it comes to what you practice, your beliefs, your religion, what may be bad to one person may be seen negative to another. But I know in her particular question, she's asking, there's a darker element. Is there a darker element? I believe there is. I just believe that the the lighter element, the the good, shines through a little bit more uh, when it comes to witches. At least I think so. It's true. I just like you said earlier, Nadine. In any faith or or whether it be faith based or whatever you believe in, there's always the good and bad and the believing or the believers. And so I would say there are. And an interesting thing it is that. Doesn't help that Hollywood. What which, 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 what does well in Hollywood, especially for horror and suspense and fright, the bad. The bad always yeah. prevails. And the yeah. witches now they're getting new forms. They're being they're they're taking on everything. I mean, in fact, you got a nun now. The nun. <laughs> I don't even know what to call her. Is she a witch or not? I, I don't know what to even call her. But the nun as an iconic figure. Who would ever think that a vegan mile and a very devout nun could all of a sudden be this demon that can get you, right? And so, well, I like to say I also, trust witches more than nuns. <laughs> <laughs> you know something else? I'll, I'll add to that. You know, it's interesting because witches, at least you know what you're getting. You know, and, and each witch, you know, Sabrina, someone has a question here. Nadina actually talks about this. It says, uh, it's a one about it, it's a Netflix show. And they asked it, you know, have we seen the, the Sabrina show? I don't know if you've seen that question. Yeah. And there's a question in that says, ah, you know, have, have, and I got a question here. It says, have you seen the Sabrina Network show on the Dark Series? I think it was one of your questions, right? Um, yeah. I've watched this series. Nadim is the reason why I watch this series, number one, everybody. <laughs> Every time I get corrupt, it's either by him or his wife. And I want to thank you right here live on the air for always, always corrupting me with the best material in the world. And so I've been following it here and there, and I love it. It's dark. And the dean did tell me, he said, don't listen, Billy. It's dark. He said, as it goes on, it gets darker. And he was absolutely right. And what I like about it is that it just crosses over and it takes, I don't even know what to call her. She's not a, is she a good guy or not? Is she the anti-hero or not? 
I don't know what to call her character, but she has such, it's so engaging that it keeps me watching. Yes. Yes, yeah. I agree with that. I absolutely love the show. Let me say this, and it's funny because it's a little tricky, because the, the show that aired in the early 2000s or late 90s was that Sabrina comedy show. So anybody who saw that and is now watching this or is going to watch it, please understand that it's a very different experience. Because it this is. is called The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina the Teenage Witch, mm-hmm. and it is a dark element. I mean, dark, because she obviously, uh, and I don't want to give any spoilers, but I mean, it's not just about witches, right? But the show is absolutely amazing. I do recommend it. I don't recommend it for children, but I do recommend the show if you are into fright, if you are into horror, if you're into the dark side, that show is for you, definitely. And 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 I and, there, and there's so many. Um, I think it's on season three now. I'm not sure. It's not the first season. We're talking like season three or four now. It's been mm-hmm. around for a minute, right? And and I and, and if I'm not mistaken, isn't it also a comic book series? Or it's a comic novel? book series as well. Yeah. Okay. And I, I've heard that. I think you may have mentioned it to me, Nadine. Thank you for that. Yeah. We have another yeah. question. Go ahead. Rihanna wants to know: Does witchcraft actually work? Where can I find a spell book? <laughs> okay, wait a second. Hold on now. Hold on check now. Your pop, check on your 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 So I want to say that earlier in the show I mentioned that uh, spells uh, from witchcraft or witch, yeah. you know, before we do our show, we have our own knowledge, but we also do some research before every show. And so I did research on um, history. So history mm-hmm. is connected to the History Channel. And from there is when I got where I got that spells and incantations often derive from the Book of Shadows, uh, which is a 20th century collection of wisdom and witchcraft that can be compared to like an active prayer of other religions. So I am in no means an expert when it comes to Wicca or Wiccans. I also want to say that I don't want to use the term irresponsible to just going out there and, and doing spells if it's not something that you believe in, it's not part of your religion. Um, I don't know where to get a book. The, uh, you know, the only thing I can say is that you know you could find anything online practically. Uh, I don't know of any uh, specific ones, and I don't know about just picking up a book of spells and trying to do one. I don't. I don't know how um, – I don't think that's a good idea. I'll put it that way. <laughs> I agree. It's just like, you know, I have – just like the Ouija board, right? The Ouija right. board is, is – is, many folks have their beliefs about it. At the end of the day, you know, do people still play with it? Do they use it? You know, and Milton Bradley made a lot of money off of it. And at the end of the day, just like Nadine said, if you don't know what you're getting into, then you always – I would say look before you leap and do your homework. Because sometimes I do believe it, Dean. Sometimes if we're not careful, especially witch and, and Wiccans and witches in general know this, you can tap some other aspect of reality mm-hmm. sometimes, or at least create the energy, karma, all these things. If you are be careful what you're looking for, you just might find it sometimes. Yeah. And so I always yeah. say, stay in your lane and, and do your homework. And if you're doing it for the sake of really trying to improve or help, it goes back to the question that Mariaka asked about. Well, if they're good or bad witches, then what do you, what's your purpose in wanting to know more about this and to do this stuff? Are you going to use this for good or bad? Because yeah. there are always consequences regardless. There's always mm-hmm. a sacrifice or a commitment to doing, making that choice, you know? Right. right. And, you know, you're absolutely right. And I think and I know people who are Wiccan and uh, they practice Wicca as a religion, it is their belief. They're not randomly, right. you know, trying to just throw out a, a spell or anything right. like that. Um, okay, so I'm going to bring up here a question with, which has two statements attached to it. One of the statements mm-hmm. comes from my friend um, Jaime Fierro, because so, he was brave enough to give me his name. My other friend is going to remain nameless because <laughs> I don't want him to sleep on the couch tonight. And so my friend, uh, <laughs> my friend Fierro said a statement that's similar to what my friend said. He says, well, my friend Fierro says witches are married women. So <laughs> I'll leave that at that. 
My friend Mo, jokingly, oh, I said his name. Oh, you're in trouble, Mo. Uh, what do you do if the person you live with may be a witch? He did put a laugh out loud, so I know he was joking about that. But his serious question was, do you believe that some people or cultures are able to truly navigate through witchcraft, voodoo, or some sort of mysticism? Yeah, so and that's you, a great question. It is a great I question. I think so, yes. We live right here in Miami, and I can drive just 20 minutes south south of me, um, east of you, and mm-hmm. I can run into some very fascinating cultures and communities, and I see a lot of different shops and places where I can get and, 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 and purchase materials and resources to practice whatever my belief is, and that could be from voodoo, that could be from Santeria, that can be from anything. And each of these cultures, yes, people will – if you're not doing the norm, you're an outcast. An outcast always deserves or need a label, according to those who are the majority. And yeah. so as a result, if someone's doing voodoo, what happens automatically? There it is. You get that label. And so even though we may not see that individual as a witch, there is – I can't think of – I mean, even if we think of the professional um, proper term to address this individual, they're still not being accepted. Look at the locations in which they're practicing or offering their services to those that are there. And I always have this question. Whenever I see those shops, I'm always wondering, fascinated. I'm like, wow, how? Because they, they've been open for years, forever. Yeah. Which means there is a there is a there is a, a community of interest for these particular services and these 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 institutions. And so that to me means Billy, stay in your lane and honor and respect people's yeah, faith yeah. and what they decide to do. Absolutely. Yeah, and also voodoo is a religion. Yes, it is. And I think a lot of people uh, overlook that, right? So, yes, but I agree with you. Um, respect to other people's cultures, beliefs, and um, is there truly uh, mysticism and witchcraft? Yes, there is. I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. I think throughout history and even modern day, that's you know that's been uh, confirmed. Right. Right. It, it, <laughs> You bring up an interesting – it kind of segues nicely to this next question. How are witches any different – no name, by the way, on this one, Nadine. How are witches any different from seers or other prophesying entities? Um, well, I – how can I put it? I feel that witches have um, more abilities. I, I mean because uh, somebody who has um, the ability to – maybe tell you what may happen. Um, I right. think some witches have that ability and can do more other than just, you know, uh, be a prophet, right? So I think the difference would be uh, that witches would have more of a, an ability. And I want to say only because I think that they are more attuned to the world around them, to nature, to the environment, to the elements, which mm-hmm. will probably help them. I just feel that witches encompasses so much more than just, you know, I could tell you, you know, witches are not psychics, you know, they're not, they could, some may be able to tell you what's going to happen, but, you know, psychics is, I can only tell you what's going to happen. Well, witches are so much more. Mm. Yeah. That's true. That's a very good point. I didn't even think of that. You know, the other, only thing I'll add to that is, you know, the idea of, you know, crystal balls. Okay. So here we are mixing, in mixing cultures, eras, and, 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 and when we look at predictive systems, uh, I had the pleasure of getting certified, thank you, Harvard University, and of course <laughs> on um, looking at the predictive systems that exist across, um, we're talking thousands upon thousands, millennia of human history, and there are different predictive systems that people use. So in kings and queens in more um, primitive societies, they had individuals who were seers and other historians who were had these abilities that were beyond normal for humans to help inform. And then, of course, as we move towards our modern times, we realize that those folks then manifested into churches, right? And then now, today, we have so many things now. I mean, if that's the case, then I think we're all witches because look what we're doing with technology. I mean, we're looking at it from a fictional standpoint. I mean, we all can control. We can buy things and never once even touch money or even know the name of the person. So we have this a total ability that's very magical-like. Almost, if anyone was 100 years ago alive today, they'd be looking like, this is heaven. Yeah. This is a modern-day yeah. utopia, and, or dystopia in some sense, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> yeah, so well, some interesting points there. That's a, that's these questions are deep, point. aren't they, Nadine? They're deep. 
Because witches are deep. <laughs> which are deep? I mean, let me tell you something. You know when a conversation is good. You know when a topic is good when time starts flying mm-hmm. by. And I'm looking, and it looks like we have ah. 15 minutes left of the show. And I want to get to another question, but uh, let's see. Okay, so Nelson asks, who are famous? Who are some famous witches? And I know that you mentioned um, already the, the, the Molly, the yeah, and yeah, Madame Laveau, yeah, yeah. So also, um, I don't know if he means fictional or not, but right. uh, Baba right. Yaga, That's a good point. Baba Yaga is a folklore um, ah, a yeah. witch in literature and legend, um, Slavic origins. Uh, she's referred to sometimes as bony legs, and her diet would consist of um, eating the bones of, of younger people, right? So Baba Yaga was obviously famous, uh, pretty famous, but more famous in folklore. And then we also had Morgan Le Fay, and Morgan Le Fay, as the story goes, was given her power by Merlin, by uh, Merlin the Magician, uh, during the time right. of King Arthur. And during this time when she was given this magic, uh, she attempted to defeat Arthur's queen, Guinevere, and she ends up mm-hmm. helping Arthur to get Lancelot, uh, who ends up having an affair with Guinevere. So there are quite a few famous witches throughout history. So definitely Baba Yaga, Morgan Le Fay. I mean, we talked about the Salem witches as well. We didn't name them all, though, mad respect to all of those people because, you know, those that were um, unjustly persecuted. But, yeah, so... I, I mean, we've mentioned quite a few throughout the show. Yeah, we have. I think that was a great nailing on that, too. Here's another one for you, Nadine. What about this question? What is a lycanthrope, and are witches this? <laughs> you know, a lycanthrope, you know, those shape changers? Yeah. The ability, you know, like, it's, you, know, every, you know, in fiction, witches have a familiar, right? And yes. what is the most popular animal that they are familiar like? A cat. Cats, 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 snakes. You know, bats. You know, man, what bats? More so vampire, but but still, they can shift, they can shape change, and so lycanthropes. If you're looking at it, you know, a lycan, and if you look at the denomination of the word, where it looks more for wolf, right? But lycanthropic means that the the individual or entity has the ability to shape, shape, shift themselves. And I always think to myself, like, why would I want to be anything else? And every time I watch these movies. It looks painful when these transformations take place. I don't know if I want to be, a, you know, a werewolf or a witch. You know, all of a sudden I have to become a cat. Like, how does that feel? Because I'm like, that looks like it would be very uncomfortable because I'm so used to being in this body. So, <laughs> so, so Hollywood, you did not help us. It looks super cool when they're pretending to be someone else. It could be their voice. They could be all these entities. But in truth, you know, if a witch had that ability to create illusions, that's pretty powerful the ability to create illusions to trick others. Because the thing is, if I wanted to be something else, it could either be to help myself or to protect myself or others, right? Um, And so even if I'm looking like the other thing, do I possess that thing's ability, right? Right. And so then that really makes me superhuman there because then I now have, I can do things that I never, I can conceive. So if I wanted to be a blob or some putty and I wanted to stick to paper and copy a comic strip, I guess I can be that too, right? So, so there are these things that these lycanthropes can just shift, shape, change, and that was a good question, actually. That's that's excellent. That's an excellent question. And I mean, to be honest with you, I agree with you. Any witch that can do that has quite a bit of power. There have been stories throughout history where you know, um, you know, shape shifting has been mentioned. Of course, nothing has ever been confirmed with any of that, you know. But I mean, listen. Um, I try not to put anything past the world we live in because there's so much we don't know about. You know, we, we don't true. know, uh, not just us, just humans in general, we don't know all the answers. And it would be arrogant to think we do. You know, Shakespeare, he was very fascinated with witches. And a lot of his tragedies, at least in Epic Beth in particular, it opened the scene with the three witches, the three fates, boil, boil, boil in trouble, fire in the cauldron bubble. And they're, they're talking about Macbeth. They're prophesying at the very beginning. And for those who were in the Elizabethan period who would go and watch these shows, they would sit there, oh, my gosh, look at this, this entity, these things. They're, it, it, the, the, the idea of the witch that we know today, it was around 400-plus years ago. 
And yeah. Shakespeare used it very much, just like Hollywood does today, to bring in the dramatic play. But again, these are three women. Even in the Greek, the Greek mythology, the fates, the fates, the three sisters who each, you know, each one could, one was be a seer and the speaker, one would hold out the shard, the, I mean, hold out the yarn that would spin life. And there was another one who carried the shards that would cut life. So every time she would cut life, a life was, a human was dying. And so this was from um, Greek mythology, um, classic Greek Roman mythology. But again, you know, there is an example. And one more. I just thought of Circe. You know, there was a Greek god. Her oh, name was Circe, and she was a witch. Yeah. She was a witch. And, and actually, when Persephone, if any of you know the Greek story, when, when Demeter was looking for her daughter Persephone because she was down below with, with Pluto or Hades hanging out, she ran into Circe and Circe and asked Circe. Circe remembers seeing Pluto or, or Hades take her daughter to the underworld. That's how she was able to see where it happened in and Circe was able to help her. And Circe lives in a cave. She was like that goddess. She was a god. And she lived out remotely away from society, but she had the ability of spell and power, like a, like a, like a supernatural witch. And so she was able, she played a role even in Greek mythology. She was there. So it's very interesting how this witch has transcended time and popped yeah. in and, and, and reared, reared its head everywhere it could. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's funny. One more a question. Lot of- Oh, sorry. We got. Go ahead, No, I was just gonna say, if you read some Greek mythology stories, I mean, there's stories in there of, you know, Greek gods just literally eating other Greek gods, like putting them in their uh, stomach. Yeah. Type of thing. Yeah. It's it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty wild. I'm sorry. Uh, I know we have a bunch of questions we still have to get to. So go ahead. You, do you have any more you're in, or you're good? No, on my end, I I read through the ones that I was getting a bunch on. I haven't even looked at the other end of the social media spectrum because I know they're flooding in there too. Um, but I did read the ones that were coming in through um, the ones that did come in. I already I read have one those. more for you then. Here's one more for you from Simone. If you could be a witch, what power authority would you like to have or use, Nadine? <laughs> what power or authority? I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean... Would getting technology to work the way it's supposed to be a power? <laughs> if it would, I think I would be quite famous at least this week. Um, no, listen, I always thought it would be cool to. Um, I I always thought um, to perhaps um, set out an illusion of something would always mm-hmm. be cool, so that not everything is as it appears. I always thought that that would be pretty, pretty amazing. I wish I could. Mine would be telekinesis. I want to move stuff around. Like, I don't want to get up sometimes. I want to drink a water. So water, come to me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you, know? So you, don't don't want want you don't even want it. You don't even want it for like water power. You just want it moved closer to you. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, or, or yard, mow itself, right? Or food, cook itself, right. cook. <laughs> and so... You know, or bring, you know, I guess I can summon some entities that can help me out in these times of need. But I don't need these entities hanging out with me, around me when I'm trying to sleep. You know, I'm very vulnerable then. But I do have to say that um, I think, that it, you know, we have to be careful because it's hard to think of witches in that regard when we have superheroes that exist as well. And I think that when we look at the role of superheroes, that's a whole other conversation. And so, Simone, as we, as we dive into that, just keep that in mind as well, that the reality our role here, we were trying to look at the role of witch in the lore and how she or he has been iconically represented through film, literature, history. and But it's kind of dived into another category, which is perfectly okay, which is really okay. And this show yeah. really got us thinking, right, Nadine? As we were sitting here, you know, I, you know, we're sitting here chatting, and I could see him on the Zoom, so, we, you know, I'm giving you all a little secret here. We can see each other just so that we can engage in we are stumped a little bit on this because just when we thought it would be a, a simple topic, I'm walking away very different from Terror in the Woods, right? Do you agree? Yeah, very it's, different. it's a different feeling from Terror in the Woods because Terror in the Woods last uh, last show, episode two, um, was absolutely amazing. Uh, and we yeah. talked about so many different varieties of things, whereas witches were so concentrated on this one topic, right? And there's just so mm-hmm. much about it. Um, that we can go on for a while. And then also we, we know that witches exist. A lot of the times when we were talking about things here in the woods, there a lot of them were myths and legends and people's experiences. Uh, not saying, not discounting them because they're, they're 
a lot of them are legit experiences, most of them. But, you know, which is it something that we can pinpoint throughout history and say, okay, this is, has yeah, been the development. This is how they're portrayed in the media. This is how they're portrayed today. There is a negative stigma to witches that there shouldn't be. Um, right. So, yeah. Yeah, and I will tell you that, uh, and we talked about this before the show started, we've gotten so much buzz about this episode uh, today leading up to it. We've had a lot of people contacting us and reaching out to us because they were so excited that we were doing a show on witches. And I think that speaks volumes. It does. And um, kudos to all of our listeners and all of your love and support. You're keeping our numbers going up and up. We're over 8,000 listens. That's actually over 8,300 listens for our shows here on Everyday Folks Radio. And our show, which only launched, is only our third episode, right? Third episode of Fright Talk. And we made a commitment that we're honoring every two weeks on a Friday night at primetime. We're bringing you live content, which means September 18th, everybody, we are coming back at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You want to tell them the topic, Nadine? So, read them. Mm-hmm. You want me to read them all, or you want me to well, just, just read that the one. next topic? Yeah, you can give a little taste of what's coming. Okay. So, at some point, and I'll tell you what, I'm not even going to tell them the order because I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to disappoint, right? So, hold on. I have my note here somewhere. I do know that we will. Uh, we're going to be having a show on vampires. We're going to be having a yep. show on how to celebrate Halloween during COVID. We're going to be having a show on serial killers, okay? Mm-hmm. And, this is, uh, and this is not highlighting them for the positive, by the way, not at all. Um, yep. We're also going to have a show on our Halloween episode. I am so excited for our Halloween episode because we're going to have scary stories leading up to the Halloween episode plus the Halloween episode. I think we're doing it the day before Halloween. Is that mm-hmm. right? It's the day before Halloween. Oh, boy, that is going to be great. So we do have a lot of fun topics lined up for you. Was next week – I can't find my note here, Billy. I don't remember. Next week next is week. actually – it was vampires. You nailed it. You nailed it. It's perfectly. vampires, right? We're talking okay, about vampires next, in, in, on, the next, on the 18th. And we hope you all will come back. And if at any chance, if you don't get a chance to listen to our show, you know, we love you live, but don't be alarmed. We are also archived on iTunes and on Google Play. And, you know, we do want to offer – you know, a little something, right, Nadim, and the appreciation of our last few minutes here in the show. What do we have for Nadim? All right. So in the last episode, we uh, gave away some Ghostbusters tote bags, and I got my hands on a couple of more. We can give away two more Ghostbusters tote bags. Now, all you have to do, I'm going to leave it up to Billy. All Billy has to do is choose two random people from the list that have uh, sent in a question and Whatever two people you choose, email them, and they, all you have to do once Billy emails you is send the mailing address, and we will send you a wonderful Ghostbusters tote bag well before Halloween time. Um, it's fun for any occasion, and you don't even have to go trick-or-treating. You can put all kinds of things in there. So, Billy, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you take over to decide which were the two individuals. I do want to mention, because I know we're coming down to our last couple of minutes, Thank you to all. We've had hundreds and hundreds of listens to our show. We've had followers on Instagram. A lot of love. I want to say happy yeah. anniversary to the Mariacas, by the way. They're celebrating their wedding anniversary today. So Aww. thank you to everybody for all the love. Billy, it is on you to choose the winners. Brother, the winners are, I'm going to go any, mini money number. You know what? We'll choose one and three to represent 13. How about that? So the winners like- are, Willie was one of our first questions that we had come in. And then number three was actually the one that you have there. I, you know, the, 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 the anonymous friend, the anonymous friend with the, um, the, 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 un, the, the spouse. Oh, <laughs> Don't want to no. say the name on there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mo? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say Mo because I already said it during the show. He's in trouble now. That cop better get comfortable real quick. <laughs> hey, folks, we thank you so much for listening. So if you'd like to receive those gifts, Please email me at everydayfolkslisten at gmail.com, and Nadim and I will make sure to send us your email, your mailing address, so that we can go ahead and send those items out. Thank you so much for listening to our show. We'll see you again in two weeks on September 18th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for our next segment of Right Talk. Take care, everyone. Thank you.